the promised prince, Brian Pillman Jr. Now, here's the inside scoop. If you aren't listening to the Wrestling POV podcast, then you are not quite in the know, and I'm in the know, and I know that they're talking about me, Brian Pillman Jr., the clearly the fastest rising star in independent wrestling history. So head on over to the Wrestling POV podcast. Thank you all very much. And in Practical Joker Star, switching sides to AEW Dark Order, trouble in the UK and in the United States, was it really the worst pay-per-view ever? This week in wrestling and more in this episode of Wrestling POV Podcast. Crazy week, bro. Crazy. And it what? just got crazier as the week went on. You know what I want to do? And this is going to sound odd. And, and, and I, I think you're old enough to know this, too. I want I want to take a cartridge. I want to take the 2020 cartridge. And <laughs> like the, the old school Nintendo. And I want to blow yeah. on that shit. And then put it back in. And just start over. This This is crazy. Reset. You know, um, that was actually bad for the cartridges. It says it on the back. I know that. (laughs) Do not blow it. But everybody ended up doing it. Every motherfucker did it. Everybody did it. They didn't give a damn. Oh, man. 2020. Oh, my God. Rick, this is just, this is not good. I don't know when it's going to end. It's going to end in December 31st, 2020, guys. That's when it ends. Jesus Christ. I am your host, Tony Diaz, with Rick Serrano III and Miguel. You hey, people. Um, Hello. Yeah, this is this is crazy. This is just nuts. I mean, I, and I know, I already have a feeling that me and you are going to go back and forth uh, with the uh, Backlash pay-per-view. Oh, I have that feeling. Oh, God. Oh, well, man. But the thing of it is, Rick, I, I think I might make sense. For you. No, I think you, and, yeah, and I'll make dollars. And, That's what I'm going to do. Well, I make dollars too, you know, here and there, but, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to stay with the lingo. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Well, we're going to talk about that later on on the show. Right now, let's go into the uh, Facebook poll and uh, hater comment of the week. Uh, yes. one, <laughs> you posted this, and it's funny because, of course, me and you are the same. You know, we love the Impractical Jokers. And uh, they do, lately, because of quarantine, they kind of do uh, what we do on our quarantine show. I mean, they listen to our show. Exactly. And then they go steal the idea. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty cool. So what they do is they have a dinner. That's all they do. They have a yeah. dinner. They all have the same dinner. And, uh, you know, different styles of cooking. Because I think Joe, from if you guys are familiar with Impractical Jokers, uh, Joe's the... The not so healthy one, but he turned healthy. Uh, he turns vegan. He's a vegan now, so uh, not that there's anything wrong with it, that. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Um, I'm a meat eater though, so hey, well I'm Puerto Rican and Dominican too, so <laughs> we, we gotta have our meat. Um, and so they just eat and they have a meal and they talk about uh, past episodes, and uh, it's still fun. It's still a funny show, and I still and yeah, I still watch it and. Shit you not. And, and you posted it before I did, could even talk to you about it. And sure enough, Sal from Impractical Jokers 
is wearing a Dark Order shirt. Yeah, and, and if you do watch it, Practical Jokers, you would know that Sal's a huge WWE and fan. Quinn. Uh, Q. And, and Brian Quinn, Q. Yeah, he was at... They were at a couple of Monday Night Raws. Yeah. They were at WrestleMania. Every time they're in um, Brooklyn, they go... They're front yeah. row. And and what's crazy is Sal on the show and Practical Jokers would always wear like a wrestling-themed yeah. shirt. Yeah. Sting, Ric Flair, yeah. and he's wore other WWE superstars. But t- this time... The first time ever, he's worn AEW yeah. wrestler shirt, yeah. and then Brody Lee the Dark Order shirt. <laughs> so, I'm just saying. Yeah. Did, did he sign with AEW? Are the <laughs> AEW fanboys happy I know, right? that Sal? And, and we talk. Cause... And we talk about the AEW fanboys a lot, but the thing of it is, he's just like us. You know, I mean, he just likes yeah. every wrestling that's out there, and I I didn't know that. I thought he was a WWE. I didn't know guy. it was possible to like both. <laughs> well, <laughs> the way everybody's a, been fighting, according to the IWC, it's not. But uh, I mean, with us on our show, look at our show. This show, the platform, we talk mainly WWE. Uh, we yep. with a pinch of salt, which is AEW. Uh, the global guys. They talk about New Japan. They talk about Ring of Honor. They talk about AEW. They talk about MLW. So the other wrestlings that that are out there that people, not a lot of people watch, but a lot of people do watch it. If that makes any sense. Um, no, it doesn't. I know, but uh, <laughs> so that they cover that part because. Our show is long enough already. We're only covering two, maybe three, sometimes uh, between WWE, NXT, and AEW, and we're talking two goddamn hours. Shit. I, I think he's finally figuring out that he talks a lot. I do talk a lot. I do. <laughs> Not gonna deny that. <laughs> Gotta get my point across. Some Damn! Things. All right, so you put in here this Salvacano uh, Volcano from Impractical Jokers, the next person to be banned from WWE for showing support to AEW, or is he the next leader of the Dark Order? Uh, Brody Lee, watch out. Now, that would be funny as hell. If he was, because if, like I said, if you're a fan of Impractical Jokers, every time Sal tries to be serious on the show, it's still funny. So I can't, yeah. I can't see him as that. Uh, Scott Young says, honestly, I don't think WWE care, cares about Sal. <laughs> Laugh out loud. Uh, Damn. Them banning him will be like Tony Khan banning Linda Hogan. Pointless and stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I love but that. she's banned. But she is banned, yes. Uh, Maria uh, Pryor, she says, she is she related to Richard Pryor? Hmm? Huh? But uh, for some reason, she she thinks that Sal's on the show, and she says, Sal, you're so handsome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, people, people. Yeah, yeah. Well, you gotta love them. Gotta love them. Uh. Uh, I'm not gonna read the rest because we got a, a long yeah. show as it is. But uh, I don't, I don't see yeah, that I, happening. I don't see, uh, you know, WWE doesn't care because um, they really haven't done anything with the WWE. You know what I'm saying? Not Does that true. Make sense? I, well, they I mean, not yet. Well, at WrestleMania, Sal oh, did shit, do a pre-show, that's right? I so it's about possible. That. It's possible. I mean, if they ban Vicky. Guerrero, well, she she was may... more of a prominent role in WWE. Of course, I get it. Did that one but... little bit, and that was it. Because right, they just but... happened to have it in Jersey, right? 
Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yep. of course, they're from New York, and um, they invited him to do that. I forgot all about that. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. That was the day that that but one uh, commentator wore shorts, right? And, the football player, yeah. yeah the punter and, for the Colts. Yeah, and uh, what's his name? Michael Cole got all pissed off about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, no, I don't, I don't really see... Anything happening to Sal? Um, unless, they, oh, no. like I said, unless they give him a bigger role in, in WWE to <laughs> prevent him from attending AEW or wearing AEW gear, then I really don't see anything well, happening. Well, the reason why I went with this is because, ladies and gentlemen, we're about to hit a bumpy road. And, you know, I wanted to yeah. start the show off lightheartedly because we're about to spill some tea. And if you guys have been living under a rock in the last 24 hours, a little late Thursday night, uh, some some tea was spilt mm-hmm. over in the UK, and that tea spilt all over into the United States. Oh yeah. Um, uh, there's a long list of professional wrestlers and indie wrestlers who are being accused of sexual misconduct. There is a movement going around called the Speaking Out Movement. You can check them out on Twitter at hashtag Speaking Out Movement. Um, And there are a bunch of women and there are some men who are claiming that they were sexually assaulted by a number of wrestlers, mostly in the UK. And I'm going to go over a list of, and this is not even all of them. This is just a list of guys that I have here. And from, uh, from jo- what I've known too, and, and this was probably about an hour before you went live on the show, two of them got suspended from WWE. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, Jordan Devlin. He was one of them. Uh, <laughs> he got suspended. Mm-hmm. Joe Coffey, Travis Banks. He was the other Leguero, one. Leguero, Joey Ryan, David Starr, Will Ospreay, Bea, Jack Gallagher, who got released from the WWE, they released him because of these. Ac- they released really? him because of these accusations. Uh, Jim Cornette, Matt Riddle, Wait, Jim Cornette, Tyler. He's been accused of sexual misconduct. Jim- well, I'll get into it. Yeah, yeah, I didn't hear that. Yeah, uh, Matt Riddle, Tyler Bate, Wolfgang, Jimmy Havoc from AEW, who is now placed in rehab for substance abuse and uh, mental deficiencies. Really, in which. He will be his uh, him being accused will be dealt with after he uh, recovers from rehab, hmm. which I think is kind of weird. D- no, uh, you know, David- sometimes when they do that shit, they do that shit to to let to the protect shit protect him. Not only to protect him, but they want this shit to blow over. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And then once it blows over, then that's when they're gonna bring him back in and act yep. like no, we uh, took care of it and look what happened. There was nothing out there. Uh huh. Slick. Uh, David Lagana, who is the NWA vice president. Uh, Justin Roberts, AEW, uh, ring announcer. Yeah. And he, and his accusation is to a 17 year old girl and he was in his thirties at the time. Um, and that's all the names I have. I mean, there are more names going out there. Uh, okay. Now get get into the Jim Cornette though. Cause all right. (laughs) Um, so Jim Cornette, apparently him and his wife for years, and this is just accusations. We don't know. Every guy here is innocent until proven guilty. There is a lot of people out there making these accusations. But um, when it comes to Jim Cornette, he and his wife apparently were blocking talent from moving up in their career unless they would have sex with Jim Cornette's wife. What? While he watched. (laughs) What? So uh, basically he was being a cuck or a cuckold. (laughs) 
where he would watch people have sex with his wife. And apparently they got proof. They got text messages and stuff like that. And Jim Cornette has already gone to his lawyers. Has already said that these people are making up lies and that the tweets are outdated. That that they're post-dated. Like, it, it was... Like, he's going on like, some, like, circumstantial shit. Wow. Like, it's kind of... Like, for me, it's... Once you go to the lawyer card, it comes off a little suspicious. I understand. Yeah, but... Like, Valentine's right away, Dream yeah. Dream did that, and, and look what happened. We, we haven't heard and anything yet. And shit got zipped up. That's, yeah. Yeah, exactly, so... That shit got zipped quickly. But, um... Pete Dunne, who is from NXT UK, spoke out. Yeah, and said he is disgusted by the way that about the wrestling business and he just wants it to get cleaned up he 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 supports the movement and absolutely um if it's true uh if it's true uh matt riddle's accuser i actually know personally yeah um, you're telling me that uh uh candy Car- cartwright mm-hmm. i uh worked a couple of shows with her in one of the wrestling businesses in new york um and matt riddle worked i think one show with us but he was working with Evolve at the time, Evolve Wrestling, and our company would go on before Evolve, and then Evolve would have the show afterwards. Mm-hmm. So there was a lot of mingling between our talent and Evolve's talent, and she also worked for Evolve at one point. Mm-hmm. Um, I know her personally, but I don't know her that well. Right. And this is just a listen for me. I've worked with uh, sexual abuse victims in, in recovering for a couple of years, and. Um, it's definitely very damaging, and a lot of these guys are going on the defensive uh, and saying that they didn't do it. But there's a lot of women speaking out. And Tony, my wife, uh, pointed out to me this uh, this little chart that about 98% uh, of people out there are that that are making the accusations. About 80% of the people don't make uh, accuse. They don't go to the law enforcement or they don't bring it up. Right. So they they hold on to that. Right. Then about 10% of people actually say something. And then about 4% of them get actually arrested. And then there's like 2% of the people that were falsely accused. Now, us, as the, and I can say for the United States, we go crazy. Oh, she's lying. She's making up accusations. And that's usually like the front line of that's these the defenses. First, yeah. yeah, and it's just like, if you look at the, the, the stats... It's not in that favor, you know, like, and I get it. Uh, The news usually reports, well, he was falsely accused. Mm. Um, So I I just don't want us to just jump to their lying. Um, Right. So I I want to, like, this whole thing to be tread lightly. And I honestly think WWE, I think WWE is doing the right thing and suspending uh, some of their talent. I think they should spend all of the talent for the time being. And and just sort it all out. Yeah. But when you start slinging mud like Jim Cornette, and he's getting vicious at these people, yeah. that's when you just start making me more suspicious about you, <laughs> because that that's just very suspect. Yeah, but you you got to remember too, and I mentioned this too before. Sometimes there are people out there, and I know mm-hmm. the statistics are out there and the percentages and stuff like that. But and it's and it's maybe because of who they are compared to people that we don't know the story of. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, I get it. Velveteen Dream, Matt Riddle, 
Jordan Devlin. These are people that we know. These are people that are names. These are people that are, I guess you can say celebrities. And a mm-hmm. lot of times these celebrities, and I put quotations because they're not, uh, they're not really celebrity status, but you know who the hell they are. Um, yeah. Sometimes people will make up shit like that just because they want money. When we talked about uh, Velveteen Dream and we were like, you got a lawyer real quick and we haven't heard anything else about it. One of the words were probably paid him off. We don't know yeah. that. But at the same time, just to make it so that way there's, it's not damaging to somebody's career. They'll be like, listen, here, here's 50 grand. Shut the fuck up and go yeah. somewhere else with that bullshit. Because or but there is some people that'll say, no, fuck that. No, I want to fight for this because I'm innocent. I don't need my name to be tarnished or anything because I haven't heard anything about Velveteen Dream. Nothing. Yeah. And that's I'm sorry. That's a serious accusation. I'm not saying that these are. I'm not saying that these weren't. But I guess some of them were a couple young women. I'm not saying that that one's uh, um, worse than the other. You know, they're all the same. Um, but in Velveteen's dream case, this is a young kid, 17. Yeah. And uh, high school. So yeah. it, when shit like that happens, sometimes people, no, no, fuck that. I want to. But we, we live in an era where it's like money talks. <laughs> yeah. And. But we, you know, um, like we, we're living in a world right now with the whole uh, Black Lives Movement and everything. And, and people talk about how. The, uh, oh, this is racist. It's happening now more than ever. And it's like, no, dude. And, and they say, uh, people say, it. no, this is, this is not happening now. This is just, it's happening on tape now. <laughs> now you're seeing yeah. what we've been going through for decades. And it's just like, no, now you tweeted this to me in my DMs. You texted me this message about how you want to do this shit to me. Now it's out there. Yeah. So it's just like these guys are mm-hmm. not being careful. And, and Tony, I get it. Matt Riddle's a big name. Jordan Devlin's a big name. You know, um, Jack Gallagher. Yeah. But then you look at the other names: uh, mm-hmm. Travis Banks, Joey Ryan. Yeah. Uh, well, Joey uh, Ryan. Wolfgang. Look, look at the shit that he does. I know. You know, uh, that's Jimmy unbelievable. You know, it's mm-hmm. like it's a, it's just too many names that is that are coming I, out I at the same you. time. I agree with you. So it's just, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, this is a high name. And there's mm-hmm. a, it, it feels like to me, it's like there's a bunch of minnows that yeah. are getting pulled up. Yeah. And then there's a couple of sharks swimming mm-hmm. around. <laughs> so it's just like, when, when you put yeah. out a fishing net, you're going to catch something. And, mm. and that's what it seems like. They all got caught. And honestly, I want this to be, I want these people to be held accountable for what they did. They need to. If, if they didn't true, yeah. do it. And, and it's not true, then I want the other person to be punished. But honestly, I'm with Pete Dunn. Pete Dunn uh, is showing his support to the Speaking Out mm-hmm. movement because obviously he knows something about this yeah. business. Yeah. And, and, you know, I've never experienced it, um, anything like that, me being backstage or anything like that mm-hmm. or working with anybody. But, you know, people talk. Yeah, and obviously Pete Dunn knows something more than than what we know. Yeah, but and, but uh, see the one thing, and I tell you, and I think I've mentioned this on the show, um, because I tell you this much: in, in my whole twenty years of wrestling, I honestly I can't say I've seen it. Um, yeah, if it did happen, I didn't know about it. Because I tell you this much: if I did see it, I would have been I would have said something. I would have done something. Yeah. 
Um, but it, one of the things that I have said before, and people look at me like, excuse me, wait, is the fact that girlfriends and wives or the opposite husbands or boyfriends were never allowed in the locker room because it's always it, it, there's a reason for that. Okay. Yeah, there is a reason for that. And I'm not going to go into too much detail on the reasons. I'm sure you can figure that out. But at the same time, there's a reason. And people are, well, that's their girlfriend. That's their wife. They should be. No, they're not. They're, they're yeah. not a lot. It's, it's, we, as wrestlers and entertainers, we have our bubble. And I'm sorry to say, the wives, the girlfriends, the boyfriends, the, the husbands, they are not in that circle. And there's a reason for that. Because, obviously, look, look at the whole thing. And, I mean, I, I know it's really not too much of a comparison, but it kind of is. But Bobby Lashley and Lana. Lana's obviously married to Rusev. They're doing a love triangle with that. But Bobby Lashley has a girlfriend outside of this. Yeah. <laughs> so just think of it that way. Look at it that way. But there is the guys that's been in the wrestling business. They know what I'm talking about. No, and I, and I just want to clarify that because I think it's what you're saying is for stories and for the wrestlers itself to develop what they're going to be doing in the match, people shouldn't be backstage because it becomes a distraction. Right. But yeah. what but should, it, should be allowed... Too. Friends are of not course. allowed backstage. And, 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 but if they were allowed, they should be allowed and to be safe in that, in that sense. Yeah. You know, if my wife goes backstage at a show, I shouldn't have to worry that somebody's going to sexually assault her or right. say something... Pr- uh, provocative to her. Right, right. So it's just like, it's like the mentality that some people have is like to, to protect this culture of, of nastiness and, mm-hmm. and, and sexual assault and misconduct. Right. Yeah. Like, that's not what we're well, saying. Well, th- like, well think, we're, think of it this way, Rick. You did a lot of theater. Yeah. And uh, was your friends or your wife allowed that Oh, no, no. It's, no, it's absolutely not. same thing. Yeah. So. No, it is. And it, it is, it's one of those things you're, you're, you're protecting the business. Yeah. But the business shouldn't be protecting itself from harm, right. like like hiding out and stuff. Like I read mm-hmm. one of the accusers was about Joey Ryan, and she was more upset at her wrestling company that she told them that listen, he did this, that, and the other, and the guy was like, "I'm never gonna hire him again." And a year and a half later, they hired him again. Jesus. So she was just like, "I was upset at Joey Ryan, but I was more upset at my boss." Because it was just like a slap in my face. Yeah. Like, you didn't care what happened to me. You just cared about the money he was going to bring in. Yeah, because so, at that time, he started at, becoming a name. Yeah. and But at the end of the day, it's protect the business or protect your employees. Mm-hmm. And, and without your employees, you have no business. But it's like you said, the WWE right now, they're doing the right thing in suspending yeah. those guys. So that way, they can find out what the hell's going on. If, and, and I agree with you, Tony, if they suspend everybody. Like, if Matt Riddle's on SmackDown next week, because I know they taped it, if he's on SmackDown next week, that's a problem. You can't go... You release Jack Gallagher, but you suspend the Jordan Devlin. I gotta gotta bring up Velveteen Dream again. That was a serious invitation, and he he didn't didn't get suspended. He didn't miss any tapings of uh, NXT. NXT, you're right. So, are they going to do the same thing with him? (laughs) With Matt Riddle, I'm saying? Uh, Yeah. Jordan Devlin is not... A bigger name than Matt, uh, Matt Damon, than Matt Riddle. <laughs> no, <laughs> definitely not. 
Uh, all right, so uh, Shannon Bill said, that's a shame. I really wanted to see Devlin versus Maverick and Swerve. Maybe uh, even Escobar, not to mention I'm a huge fan of Joe Coffey. Tisk tisk. Wow. Yeah, it, it, it was devastating, man. I mean, my phone was blowing up last night, and I'm just like, really? you know, I'm like, let me just go to sleep and see what's going to happen tomorrow morning. And when I woke up, it was worse. I was like, wait, really? who? What? Where? When? How? <laughs> Why? Like, crazy. Oh, my God. This is this is absolutely crazy. And I, I like I said before, and I'll say it again, and I always, um, innocent until proven guilty, but I'm you never going many to. Times, yeah. I'm never going to, to attack an accuser because I know people mm-hmm. that were assaulted mm-hmm. and it is definitely one of the hardest things to come out yeah. and say this happened to me. Yeah, and, so, and no, I agree with you because um, I'm not comparing what I used my, my former job, which was I was a corrections officer for 10 years. Um, when something like that would happen, uh, like we had to restrain a inmate and let's just say he, the inmate had a, a marking on his face. He would blame a guard. That guard was not allowed nowhere near until they did the investigation. He wasn't suspended mm-hmm. or anything. You know, the guy's still got to make a living, but if it turned, if it deemed that the guard did put that mark on his face, then there would be some kind of uh, uh penalty consequence. Consequence. Yeah, yeah. That would happen to that uh, guard. Uh, but of course, if there's always inmates that loves to talk and they would say, nah, he had that before the, the, the guards restrained him, <laughs> then of course, then that guard won't be held accountable, but, uh, it's the same thing. You know, it's, it's, it's a shame that has happened. And, and, and for me, it's, I was a, um, I was a speaker for, um, this company called stop the violence. And it was, had a lot to do with uh, domestic violence and stuff like that. So I don't, I don't, I don't like that period. Nobody should ever put their hands on a woman at all, sexually, physically, anything. And, uh, I was a speaker for them for, uh, for quite a long time. And, uh, um, yeah. of course it's, it's always for, for me. And we've, I've, You've heard me say it, and you said it is innocent until proven guilty. But at the same time, I still got to protect that person too, because if it deemed that it was true, then you know at least mm-hmm. we protected that person throughout. But if it came out to be that it, it wasn't true, then uh, you need to set your and priorities because that's and, not and we can't, you can't off, do that to people if it's if it's not, not true. And and based off the stats, that happens a lot less. Than the other yeah. way around, yeah. where the accuser actually was attacked. So no, I um, I agree with you, but you know we're looking at it from people who are uh, semi celebrities. We'll just throw no, we'll it. just throw it out there like that, and it does happen. It's unfortunate because no, it does. Um, what's his name? Uh, Enzo. Look what happened with Enzo. We didn't hear anything yeah. about that. What happened with that? He lost his job. He couldn't. But you know. what's this guy? Um, uh, the the pro- the movie producer. Uh, it starts with a W. Um, he's just Weinstein. Oh yeah, Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. <laughs> Look what he was doing in that industry for fucking Years, decades, and yeah. we still know. We know there's still yeah. guys and women in that industry mm-hmm. that are doing these d- dastardly things. Yeah. You know, and it's just like this is the time, people. I know everybody complains about this generation as being soft and everything. No, this generation is probably the strongest mm-hmm. because they're actually stepping up and they're saying. 
this happened to me. Mm-hmm. And you know what? And it, it's, it's helping the older generation too. Because a lot of the older generation is actually stepping up and saying, you know what? It, did, it happened to me too. Yeah. And um, yep. so I'm, I'm all about the cool Me Too, too. movement. I'm all about speaking and out. it's cool yeah. too for, for Pete Dunn to speak out like that too. Oh, my God. I He... he instantaneously jumped to the top for me <laughs> like that was just yep. it was just like it really touched my heart like mm-hmm. to see that he said that and they asked him about well what about your tag team partner matt riddle and he said what about it he's like i listen i am going to detach myself from this and i'm just going to support the people that i see that are are making these accusations and if things play out differently then they got my support but i'm not gonna be like well i know him Right. So I have to support him, yeah. you know. So yeah. it, it's listen the speaking out movement. If you are a wrestling fan, they're not your enemy. Yeah, I, but, I, I'm, you know, I just I, want you guys to know now, that. Now I tell you this much: I 100 percent agree with you. I really do. Mm-hmm. But also, we're in an uh, era where it all it takes is one person to fuck it's it up it. too. Yep. Okay. It's true. Everything that's been going on with the world today, it all it takes is one person to fuck it up to to mm-hmm. to have somebody else say, "Come on, was he really telling the truth?" Now, yeah. now everybody that's going to come forward, <laughs> doubt. Yeah, there's going to be doubt. There's going to be questions. There's going to be well, 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 well. Remember, so and so said the same uh-huh. thing. Nothing. They found, and it's all about money at the end of the day, too. People yeah. will see this as a money thing. And, and it's unfortunate. And, and that's the one thing I hate about this, this, mm-hmm. this day and age. Not this, but yeah. it's the one thing I hate about this day and age is because it, it's going to take one person to fuck it up. And I'm, yeah. I know I've brought up Velveteen Dream a dozen times, but we haven't heard anything. So, nah. I mean, right now, I'm going to put you on the spot, Rick. Do you believe the story or not? Honestly, I think he did something. That's that's my take on it. Then I how come he's not fired? How come he's not released? How come he's not in jail? Because it was a seventeen year old kid. Um, there's ways around it, you know. You could pay somebody off. You could scare them. Um, Vince McMahon has a lot of lawyers, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe you know, there's a lot of listen in that industry. Nobody's closet is clean, you know. <laughs> Especially true. when you're in the when you're in the higher ups yeah. like Vince McMahon. He got a lot of skeletons in that closet, and he knows how to use them, you know? Um, yeah. So, yep. when it comes to Velveteen, I don't think he's in the clear yet. I think uh, he's one of those guys that either got lucky hmm. or he's just innocent. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And, it, and it's hard to judge somebody like that. It really yeah. is. All right. Oof, all right. Uh, let's get into some good stuff. Are you all right? Let's get into. Are you good? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Just a little emotional. I mean, it's it's hard, man. That was hard. That was. It was hard to talk about. That it's was. hard, but I hope people learn from us. You know, yeah. we're just voicing our POVs on the situation. But at the same time, we're not we hope we educate right, you wrong. too. You know, yeah. if something happens to you, speak up. Definitely. Please. Speak up. There's always somebody out there that will protect you. And if you yep. live in the New Mexico area, you can always count on me. So, all right. With that being said, Rick. It is time for the wrestling news from around the world. Why don't you take it away? I will take it away right after some birthdays. Yahoo! All right. We only got one birthday this week. Just and uh, we spoke about him on uh, Wrestling POV Quarantine this week. And this week on Quarantine, 
uh, we talk about black wrestlers and mm-hmm. the history of them. And yeah. that, that episode is going to be up tomorrow. And you can catch it. We got TJ Logan, Elio Canella, uh, Vance Nevada. We got uh, uh, t- uh, Tony, myself. Mm-hmm. And we got a couple other guests that you don't want to miss out on. Um, but the guy we did speak about was Coco Beware. Whoa. And he turned 63 years old. 63? He don't look 63, 63. at all. No, he looks good. You know what they say, black don't black crack. Don't you know crack. what I'm saying? Um, but uh, he's, but he's still out there. <laughs> yeah, and you know, after our, our conversation, and, and I hope you guys watch this episode of Quarantine, I had to apologize to Coco Beware because for so long I said he didn't belong yeah. in the Hall of Fame. And yeah. after talking to you guys, I convinced myself. <laughs> I'm not going to give giving you guys credit. I convinced myself <laughs> that he does indeed belong in Which the WWE Hall of Fame. <laughs> It happens a lot. So, congratulations and happy birthday, Coco Beware, 63. With that wow. being said, it is now time for the wrestling news from around the world. Well, I can say, well, not me, but Fox definitely said to WWE, you're in trouble. As Fox was not happy about the urine segment. No, there was not. <laughs> you're, you're in trouble. You're in, you're in. <laughs> 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 Damn. Oh, man. Um, apparently, WWE violated company standards and the feed was removed from the West Coast. So the West Coast didn't see the PP throw. Nope. It sure did not. Why are you the way that you are? That was so late. I try to do something fun (laughs) or exciting. You make it not that way. I hate so much about the things that you choose to be. Very late in the game. That that was was just so late. Yeah, just as bad as you're you're in trouble. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, God. All right, so... Uh, and if you notice on SmackDown yesterday, there was no PP throw. No, they, <laughs> they didn't, didn't. They, they didn't, didn't show, show the, the videos. <laughs> I mean, who said let's throw some piss? That is terrible. Um, Especially a and, gallon and speaking, of it. <laughs> yeah, and let me just tell you, uh, the brother love uh, era is not off to a good start. No, this week this week wasn't that good. Um, <laughs> But we'll get into that later on uh, this week in wrestling. Uh, WWE buys Evolve. I know we mentioned mm-hmm. Evolve earlier. It's a New York indie company. Mm-hmm. Uh, WWE was uh, supplying it some uh, some TV time, and now they bought them out. And now they're in financial trouble. <laughs> they are. <laughs> yeah. Um, AJ Styles has... What had a problem with Paul Heyman on Monday Night Raw, and yeah. that's why he got moved to SmackDown. Yeah. He didn't like the way this story was, and I think after this episode of SmackDown and last week's episode of SmackDown, you can see AJ Styles is way more comfortable on the blue brand. Yeah, he, yeah, he it's is. just a different AJ. It Whenever is. he's on Raw, it's just like not the same energy. So it's, it's yeah, no, I agree with you. It's like he's holding back. It, yeah. I, well, maybe it's, he's forced to hold back. Maybe he, that's what he's saying about Paul Heyman. Yeah. You know, he couldn't be yeah. the phenomenal one. The house the AJ Styles built. No? Here we go with the accent again. <laughs> <laughs> and my last bit of news, The Undertaker. 
If, if you don't know who the Undertaker is, check out the Last Ride documentary. If you don't know who the Undertaker is, why are you even listening to the show? <laughs> oh, the Undertaker. Because I don't know who he is anymore. After watching this documentary, and I think next week really? we'll definitely talk about the whole documentary as a whole okay. um, one of these days. But you may, you know, listen. That could be a quarantine thing, too. That could be a good quarantine I gotta watch episode. it because, like I said, I don't like to, I like to binge watch shit. You know, I, yeah, I don't like, like to binge. watch and then wait the next unless it's The Walking Dead or Game of Thrones. But this, I knew. I thought this honestly. I thought this was only gonna be a three part. I didn't think it was gonna be a five parter. Yeah. Jesus. So it could have been Tony. Honestly, it could have been three. Really. The the way this shit gets dragged out, it's as long as his entrance. Let's put it that oh, way. Lord. Ah. <laughs> uh, I should have. But known. my last bit of news. The Undertaker says that he almost shed a tear from watching the Edge and Orton match at Backlash. That he almost shed a tear. Um, yeah, because he was probably crying at how fucking awful it was. And we will get into that and more later on in this show, you freaking fanboy. You Mark, and his name is Mark. You Marky Mark. You gonna cry over that? You know Nonsense! The, you know the Undertaker's standing behind you, right? <laughs> <laughs> Got the chills on my oh, neck. Oh, Lord. Rick, can't believe you. It's a different Rick we're seeing today. It's a Mark. Jeez. It's a Mark. All right, on to the rumors. All right, people Tear. backstage in the WWE were not pleased with Montez Ford and uh, Dawkins uh, in, uh, on Raw. They were not happy. You know why? Because they went out to the crowd. Ooh. They were not supposed to do that. Ooh. Uh, they did that on I their didn't own. I didn't realize that. They did that on Ooh. their own, and uh, their uh, WWE uh, higher-ups were a little upset with them. They're so. losing the titles. Uh, if they don't lose the title, what, what's the next pay-per-view? No, they're fighting on Monday. Oh, they're they defending really? them on Monday. Oh, that, no, they're going to be losing them. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. You want to go out in the crowd? Yeah. yeah fuck. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, they they were not happy. They did that on their own, and they were told specifically too. Uh, once the you know, well, once they started having people in there, not to do that, and uh, that's why they were doing a lot of those skits outside of the uh, uh, performance center. So. And I'm glad you brought that up because it's a perfect segue to my last, last bit of news <laughs> in which uh, a performance center yeah. employee yep. contracted the COVID-19 uh, and it put a whole blockage on WWE uh, tapings. Mm -hmm. And next week, they're going to put out a shitload of content. They're going to be recording. They got a tight, tight schedule. Yeah. I don't know how they're going to do it. Honestly, Tony, is it time to shut shit down? They won't. They won't. I know they they're, won't, they're but in your opinion. They're already talking about having live know. fans by the end of the summer. And Vince doesn't want people wearing masks in the audience. Yeah. Are you fucking kidding yeah. <laughs> Vince. He, he has the perfect marketing tool to make money on merch to sell the mask with the wrestler's name on it. Then yeah. maybe the picture. The Fiend is perfect. That smile. Put that on the fucking mask. Sell it for five And they're doing bucks. that. Yeah. And they're selling it, and you can sell it at the fucking shows. Exactly. But Vince McMahon saying. is just like, I get more money if they come without the mask. Sell it for five dollars, I get four ninety nine. Son of a fucking bitch. Guy. Yeah. 
So they're not happy with the street profits, so they might get a slap on the wrist or lose the titles next week. <laughs> Jeez. I, I did I forgot that they were uh defending the titles. Uh also WWE they did have plans to do Queen of the Ring this yeah, summer. I heard that. But uh, the corona uh, pandemic got in the way of that, so that's not going to happen this year. Uh, unless we see how it goes at the end of the summer when they're having fans coming in. And uh, we'll see. We'll see. Now, this one I thought was quite interesting because I was like, all right, I was wondering what happened. Mustafa Ali has been yeah. quietly shifted from SmackDown to Raw. Wow. We didn't, didn't so see those he... promos anymore. <laughs> Yeah, is he not the the, the hacker? So I think that kind of ruined who the hacker was. I mean, Unbelievable. Nah, we haven't even seen the hacker in a long That's time That's what I'm either. saying. Because <laughs> they moved his ass to Raw, and they were showing all the hacker segments during SmackDown. And yeah. we haven't seen it in a while. So they kind of blew the, the secret there, dumbasses. Anywho, also, my last bit of rumors, Dolph Ziggler. Is going to Raw as part of the AJ Styles trade. Your boy. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he's another one. When he goes to Raw, nothing happens for him. Except for when he cashed in his money in the bank. Yeah. That was the big Raw moment. But other mm-hmm. than that, I can't think of a big Raw moment. He's a SmackDown guy. Yeah, he is. He is. I agree with that. Yeah. All right. Rick. Under rumors. Oh man! I mean, uh, under rumors. rumors. Yeah, oh, yeah. Rumor has it that uh, Ali got shifted to Monday Night Raw. Really? And Dolph Ziggler <laughs> got shifted to Monday Night Raw. I did Raw. not know that. Uh, apparently, the Street Profits got a slap on the wrist <laughs> because they went out into the crowd. Um, Tony, onto wow, injuries. You're pretty good with the rumors. I know. I think oh, I should stick to do it. Do you have the same connection I got? Is that what it is? No, definitely not. <laughs> Injury, uh, no it. injuries this week. Really? No injuries at all this week. Nothing. No, everybody's clean. <laughs> I mean, there's going to be some broken hearts <laughs> when they find out. Well, some got suspended. Some got fired. So, uh, you guys well, are in trouble. I heard some of the people that were furloughed are coming back. Yeah, I heard uh, one of the producers is already back. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, a couple other guys are coming back. So. Oh. Except Mike Kyoto, yeah. which, which is fucked up. Such a shame. Such a shame. Yeah. All right, uh, the hot tag news this week. The worst pay-per-view ever, Backlash. Rick, you posted this with Backlash having the tagline, the greatest match ever. Was the pay-per-view itself the worst pay-per-view ever? Now, before, Rick, you go into your comments, I'm going to read other people's comments. Bro, first, I just want to say real quick. This shit blew the fuck up. This is one of the all-time records we have on our Facebook page. Every, everybody and their mother was stepping up to the plate and taking a swing yeah. at your old boy, Rick Sorrell, the yeah, third here. Yeah, they did. Uh, Scott Lee Clayton <laughs> said, here's my take on the show. Well, he wrote a fucking list. Jesus. But he kind of makes sense. A novel. Yeah, uh, his matches were okay. I could have done without the Viking Raiders Street Profits segment. That was not wrestling. That was just an atrocity. Does he use my word? It was atrocious. Oh, oh how dare you? Anywho, was, <laughs> <laughs> was Edge versus Orton the greatest match ever? It was good match, but it was far from the greatest match ever. And the canned crowd noise just made me turn it off. Was it the worst pay-per-view ever? <clears throat> it was bad, but not as bad as previously bad pay-per-views deemed the worst ever. 
Uh, Ray Priz uh, responded to him says, Jesus, this is how we have to judge WWE now? Laugh out loud. Uh, Scott Lee Clayton, he said, I didn't just flat out say it was horrible. There were matches I thought were good and some that, uh, that could have been better. But it's just the cinematics uh, segments with Viking Raiders and Street Profits was not needed at all. I can't even call that wrestling. He says some other stuff, but I want to get to other people. Um, Scott Young, he said, really? I just, just want to say real quick, Tony, mm-hmm. that that little uh, exchange between those two guys, that's how I appreciate fans. And, and if you can, because the second guy, he came a little snarky. He did. And the other guy just came back very respectfully yeah. and was just like, that's not what I meant. Yeah. So it, it's one of those things where you're going to be the bi- the bigger person. And that's what I appreciate mm-hmm. when I'm reading comments on our Facebook page. Absolutely, Continue. yeah. Uh, Scott Young, he said, really good pay-per-view. Good to, good to great matches all around. And Randy and Edge put on a show to close it out. This was a solid B show and gave us one of the best matches of the year. Uh, Kenny Potent, Potit, he said, the most exciting thing was the punt. Jesus. Yes, that was exciting. A little dark there, buddy. <laughs> Just a little bit. Uh, let me see what else we got. Uh, Nick Baez, he says, I thought it was good, better than the football fuckery stampede stadium shit. (laughs) Oh, man. Wow. Holy cow. That was not an AEW fanboy. (laughs) Hamad, I can't pronounce his last name, he said it was good. Uh, Roland Thomas just fucked it up. He says, AEW is taking over. Uh, But the funny (laughs) thing is, Steve Bragg posted a gif and it says, Sure. If you say so. <laughs> Johnny Poon said WWE calling it the best wrestling match ever instead of having fans giving its own opinion. Sound like typical WWE marketing. Uh, Blake Georgie. He says, sorry, it wasn't the greatest match ever. Savage and Steamboat was. Uh, Rick, you said, like you said, there's so many comments. I, I can't read all of it. We're, no, yeah. It, it, we got it a was, lot to cover still. Yeah, and it, it was a lot coming at me. But I do yeah. have to say this, I didn't, guys. I couldn't find those, but go ahead. No, no, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Don't worry about it. <laughs> it was bad. Was it? No, but um, no, the thing is. See, now I got to look. <laughs> WWE. Now, it wasn't directed towards me. It was just like in defense of. Um, uh-huh. But I think people are not taking into consideration where I was going with this whole thing. First of all, I thought my photo was spot on. It was perfect. The covering of the worst pay-per-view ever. Because honestly, guys, if you look at this whole pay-per-view, it is surrounded by this catchphrase of the greatest wrestling match ever. So I went to an extreme just like they went. And I said, "It was is this the worst pay-per-view ever? Question mark. Because if you're going to say this was the greatest wrestling match ever and that's the title you're going with, then I'm going to go to the opposite side of it. I didn't think, and I'll be uh, I'm going to be fair with you, I did not think this was the worst pay-per-view ever. Right. For me, it was pretty bad because um, there were two or three good matches, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll go over it right now. My, my highest point my highest point for me was, honestly, Sheamus uh, defeating Jeff Hardy. I gave that a three. Really? So it was a very good match. Yeah, I thought it was the best match on the cards, in my opinion. Oh, wow. um, 
The other three I gave to Drew and Lashley, but that ending was atrocious. Yeah. And I told you in my predictions, yeah. Lana was going to cost him this match. And it was a horrible storyline. And the storyline they're continuing with is bad. Yeah, but I agree with you. With that being said, um, my lowest point, and Tony, I know our judgment is between 0.5 and 5, right? Mm -hmm. But I would like a one-time only opportunity to give the first and only zero <laughs> I ever gave. <laughs> It'll be the only one, though, because... All right, my only zero I've ever given out is definitely going to the Street Profits versus the Viking really? Raiders. That segment was the most mind-numbing segment I have ever watched in my life. If you cannot, you you went and took the Viking Raiders and cartooned them up to a point where I cannot take them seriously anymore. Ivar Air. And all that bullshit he does, and then, oh, you're cute, but you're not. Like, that is fucking terrible. And this was a long fucking segment. It was. The ninjas? Why were there ninjas? <laughs> they, first of all, Vince, this is like doing... Why is Sazawa out there doing a all ninja? Sudden, and we yeah. talked about this. We talked about this on our quarantine episode where minorities or foreigners mm -hmm. are forced to do these stereotypes. Why is he out there being a ninja? <laughs> it made no sense. This was the mm -hmm. worst segment I've ever seen in my life. And now the last part I want to go over, I gave Orton an edge. And I to you told me, Rick, watch the wrestling match. Yeah. So, I'm sorry, Tony. I could not do that. Because they added a fucking audience. They, they added the they worst did. camera angles I've ever seen in a wrestling. This is wrestling. It is not cinematography. It's not a movie. The Undertaker and AJ gets a pass. But this, you're talking about the greatest wrestling match ever. And you have a cameraman in the tie-up? Are you kidding me? <laughs> not just once. Not twice, but almost three times you had a camera shot. A camera shot in the tie-up? Are you kidding me? And then I see the atrocities of my fellow wrestlers out there. Indie wrestlers. This is a six-star match. Six fucking stars? Did you hit your head and you saw six stars above it? Because how dare you? This was... And then... Doing the pedigree, and oh, he does the rock bottom, and oh, why? <laughs> the rock and does not even relate with you guys. None, none at all. This was this was bad, and on top of it all, the greatest wrestling match of all time gets this dude Edge to rip his triceps. And it wasn't. Even and you know what? Match. It was during a, a couple of retakes. The second taping. Yeah. And you know what? And I didn't bring it up during the injury because I wanted to bring it up here. He tore his tricep. He's gonna be out for eight months. Yeah. They're saying he'll the greatest be back by uh, WrestleMania. The greatest wrestling match of all time has sidelined a superstar for eight months. <laughs> Ricky Steamboat, Ric Flair, Bret Hart, and Shawn Michaels, Stone Cold and Bret Hart. All these great matches. The Rock and Stone Cold. When was the last time? That they injured somebody for eight fucking months on a retape. <laughs> they never did. A one. They and they're lucky that I gave this a one. Damn. 
overall, I gave Backlash a 1.6 stars. Holy shit. Now, um, I have a totally different scorecard here. <laughs> I know. And I know you're going to fuck it up right now. I am. Go ahead. I am. Uh, but I thought it was good. The highest I did gave it to was Edge and Randy Orton. I gave it a three and a half. And I oh gave it God. based on the wrestling that was there. you know. And, and I ignored all that other atrocity of the fucking camera angles. The, the crowd noise was horrendous. Um, this, honestly, I think if this was live and not pre-taped over and over again, it could have had the potential to be a five-star match. It really could have. But them adding the noise, them with the cinematography, with the under, that, it took away a lot. But it still ended up being a good match. I dug it. There's a point where Samoa Joe wasn't talking, yeah. but he was talking. Yeah. Yeah, well, because they did the commentary afterwards, you know. After, so, uh, yeah, it was it was terrible. It, it was bad. It, that, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna argue with you on that. But I had was to, it the worst pay per view ever? No, wrestling. it wasn't. I, I I looked at the wrestling as it was, uh, and that's why I gave it a three and a half. I thought it wasn't that bad, but it was pretty good. Now the second highest I did give was the women's tag team championship. That was good, it. and I'm telling you, I'm so good. impressed with the Iconics. They are a different team. I'm yes. like, wow, they these guys, ladies, they have changed. Um, the lowest I gave on this pay per view was the Universal Championship uh, between Braun and the Miz and John Morrison. They changed it last too. minute that only one of them can win it if they. It, it, for me, it threw it off. Because I was honestly, I had a little bit of hope that Miz and Morrison would win because they would obviously go up. You know, they, they did it against the odds uh, of Braun. And then they changed it. Mm -hmm. I'm like, that's not, not, that's stupid. That's horrendous. I gave it a one. Um, overall, though, I did give this pay-per-view a 2.28. It wasn't that bad. Uh, the Jeff Hardy versus Sheamus wasn't that bad. It was a, it was an average match. A below average was Oscar and Nia Jax. That was um, that was. But they they kind of protected both of them by doing the countout. But so. how much protection does Nia need? Exactly. Like when well, when are you going to push Oscar? When are you going to push her back up to the top? She beat her in NXT, you no? Know? Uh, Oscar beat her in NXT, I believe. Yeah, she did. She did. So why can't we go back to that? Vincent and Triple H see it differently, he, unfortunately. Uh, yeah. Uh, now back to the Street Profits, now and the Viking Raiders. I agree with you, Rick. I really do. Uh, the whole thing that they, they they changed the whole personality of the Viking Raiders. They did because they were badass dudes, and now they they dumbed them down, in my opinion. Uh, yes. And I agree with the whole, it was over and over and over. Every segment they had, oh, you're cute. You, not so much. It's not, it's like, okay, I said this before too. It's like telling the knock-knock joke over and over and over again. It's not funny. But for some reason, I grew on this and watched it. They did a fucking line off of Rush Hour. <laughs> they did a couple lines. Now, I tell you. And you're right. You, you, you're absolutely right. We, we talked about it on quarantine, about the the stereotypes of you know, if you're Asian, you gotta be a ninja, whatever. But that shit was funny, cause I that with the big tall black ninja too. 
I'm like, what the hell's going Seven on here? Seven foot three. Seven three, yeah. Yeah. Now, I kind of gravitated in this, like, I... At the time, I was I was even playing a game on my app when this started because I I felt the same way you did, but then as it was going on, I set it down to watch it, and I actually watched this whole thing, the bowling ball to the nuts. You know, obviously this is all cinematography stuff that they were trying to emulate, just like with the AJ Styles and Undertaker, but in the comedy sense. So that's how I yeah. took it. Um, did they repeat a lot of shit? Yeah, they did. Did they really have to do a Star Wars scene? Who came up with that? But it was still funny. I mean, uh, I don't know. I, to me, I and I've mentioned this before that they were saving. They're saving this match until there's a live crowd. Until they go back live. So this is their dumb way of killing time. <laughs> but I did quite enjoy it. I guess it was like when you're forced inside. You know what it reminds me of? The whole Matt Hart, Broken Hardy thing. When Broken Hardy yeah. first came out, remember? How how was I yeah, with it? Yeah, you hated it. I hated yeah. it. And I was like, you know what? It kind of grew out to me. <laughs> so this, that's how I feel about this whole Street Profits thing and, and the Viking Raiders. I hated it, but it's slowly growing on to me. And they continued on with Tozawa and the Ninjas. And that's a big ninja, man. Let me tell you. Yeah. That's a big whoa, dude. Whoa, be careful. That's a be big ca- I know, right? <laughs> 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 I was booking Tito. But uh <laughs> 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 overall I gave raw I gave raw. I gave backlash a two point two eight. It wasn't that bad. It was it was still below average though. I gave it a two point two eight. It was, it was a below average pay per view, but it wasn't for me in my opinion. It wasn't the worst pay per view. No, either. of course not. I exaggerated it just like they exaggerated that yeah, this is the greatest wrestling match yeah, of all did. time. <laughs> all right, uh, yeah. So if anybody has any questions or comments and they want to talk to us or even talk have us talk about it on the show. Throw it on our Facebook page, and uh, we'll get back to you. We might make fun of you, but hey, we'll get back to you, and we'll talk about it on the show. If it's poll-worthy yeah. or if it's it's worthy of having other people comment, we'll put it on there. Trust us. We will. Uh, but not only for us, but also for the global guys. And if you're, if you're a fan of MMA, check out the MMA POV podcast and throw some questions at those guys. Uh, let's take a break, Rick. You want to take a break? Yes. Okay, we'll take yes. a break. We come back. We got This Week in Wrestling. All right, what's good, everybody? It is your boy, the coach, of course, from the WWE. And I just wanted to take a quick second because I know there's a lot of podcasts out there. There's a lot of wrestling podcasts out there. And you only have so much time in the day. But it's about putting in the grind. It's about putting yourself out there week in and week out until people pay attention. The Wrestling POV Podcast I'm talking Tony Diaz, Mimi, uh, Rick Serrano. My last question, why haven't I ever been on the show? I mean, everybody knows that the thing I love doing most is wrestling podcasts. Although, I think I would enjoy this one. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. And make sure you go to CollarNobleBrand.com. Save yourself 10% by using promo code WPOV. That is the CollarNobleBrand.com. Use promo code WPOV to save yourself 10% today. Also, go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash WrestlingPOV and buy a Wrestling POV Podcast t-shirt for $19.99 plus shipping and handling. 
Wrestling POV Podcast is not is a free show. It is absolutely free. And also, Wrestling POV Global is also free. And MMA POV is also free. You can catch all three shows throughout the week for free on iTunes, YouTube, Podbeat, Spotify, iHeartRadio for free. You know what's not free? Free. Hosting these shows. Every <laughs> every show we host, we have to pay for. So all we're asking is that you go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash WrestlingPOV, buy a t-shirt today for $19.99 plus shipping and handling, and you do a lot for us by the way we do things for you. So at the end of the day, you spend $19.99, we get a portion of that. You guys get nothing but entertainment every yeah. goddamn week. And a nice Three shirt. times a week. And a great shirt. Jesus. So again... ProWrestlingTees.com slash WrestlingPOV. Buy your shirt today, $19.99 plus shipping and handling. Tony, it's time to get raw. Man, let me tell you something. All this was pretty damn close, but pretty damn bad. Yeah. (laughs) I'm serious. Uh, I'm looking looking at these notes, and I'm just like, wow, this is unbelievable. Um, Yeah. But anyway, obviously, we're going to start off with raw notes. Um... I'm trying to even look at the highest that I have. The highest I had actually was uh, Kevin Owens versus Angel Garza. Um, That was a good match, but I gave it a two and a half. Um, Apparently, Vince uh, is like super high on Angel Garza. Like he he says when he sees Angel Garza, he sees uh, um, Guerrero, Eddie Guerrero. Um, My lowest point, uh, there was a few of them. Lashley's promo, atrocious. Uh, Apollo Crews versus Shelton Benjamin. I'm sorry, that was bad. Seth Rollins promo, I didn't really care for that. There were some good moments. Uh, the one moment, actually, that I wanted to bring up uh, is the the match with Apollo Crews versus Shelton Benjamin, how Apollo Crews cheated. Yeah. Grabbed the rope. That's so weird. apparently he's supposed to go with uh, MVP. So we'll see where that goes. The uh, Was that the lowest I said? Yeah. Yeah, we'll go with yeah. that. Um, I mean, it was, it was, this was an above, uh, above, a below, uh, rated raw for me this week. Um, I am putting something in the book though, Rick, before I give you my, what is it? <laughs> Let's do it. You're going to laugh. It's MVP's older brother suit. Can yes. you find a suit that fits him? Bro. I mean, we're in the 21st century, bro. My like God. we all getting those fitted suits, man. Jeez, so I'm, I want to call it MVP's Older Bros Suit. All right, MVP's Older Bros Suit. You just made the book. I'm, it's bad. It was like the cuff was man. going down to the pinky. You know, you can what? tell the suit didn't fit him. And I'm not a suit guy. Jesus, yeah. get with the program. My God. Anywho, they continued with the Street Profits and the Vikings. <laughs> <laughs> I had to, I just wanted oh, to bring it up. There was nothing special about it, but it, to me, I don't know why I'm, I'm. It's like a train wreck. You can't take your eyes off it. Yeah, that's bad. But but I'm. You brought it up, and I'm curious. I didn't know that they had to defend the belts on Monday. We'll see what happens if they really yeah. did get a, uh, a hit in the wrist, or uh, they're just gonna let it slide. Anyway, overall, I gave Raw 1.7 this week. Wow. Yeah. Uh, for me. I thought the highest point was Orton defeating Christian at the end. I love mm-hmm. seeing that. Ric Flair doing the low Cheating, blow and yeah. then the punt kick to Christian. Yeah. I gave that a three and a half. I was very impressed. Really? I, 
Like, throughout the night, listen, you know me. I love Christian. Christian is one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. Yeah, you say he's um, better than Edge. I, I definitely <laughs> stick by that. Um, but uh, I gave that three and a half. I honestly, Tony, I'm sick of MVP on my screen three, four times every Monday Night Raw. Yeah. And now you're yeah. trying to get Apollo? Like, come on, man. First of all, the Paul Heyman task stick got to go. Yeah, like, I don't remember MVP. And then I don't appreciate, like, like talking like Tim Allen. Um, but, and then MVP to call Lana a thought? Like, oh, this is what we're doing? If I'm Rusa, I'm fucking masking your whole asshole in, bro. Are you kidding me? Asshole? His whole asshole put the whole fucking Moshka boot up it. Are you kidding me? Oh, shit. Fuck out of here. You not talking to my wife like that. I don't give a fuck. Like, that's a that's a, a, egregious. A uh, my lowest point, the Viking Razor Street Prophets defeating ninjas. Point five. You know what, Rick? I think by the time they're done with this storyline, I think you're going to appreciate it. Never. Never. All this right. is disgusting. Never it's not say good. never. Um, and I do want to have some honorable mentions. Uh, the Iconics, before they defeated Liv and Natalia, because that match was terrible. But their promo yeah. was uh, uh, yeah. like prime time. Like these women are doing such a great job. I and I have to, to say, yeah. I have to say, Sasha and Bailey as well. Like that, this whole little mm-hmm. crew that they got going yeah. are doing superb. Yeah. And I'm yeah. loving it. Yeah. Um, so good, good job for them. Yeah. Um, the thumbs down I gave to Flair and Charlotte backstage. Dad, Big Show doing Street Profits and Viking yeah. shit. We want to smoke. Yeah. We want. To- Shut what, the. What are they fu- calling them? The, the, the Street fu- Vikings or the Street Raiders? No, they said the Viking or vi- private prophet Viking, Viking brothers. Viking, Viking not, not even no. prophets. Yeah, I thought it's they the combined brothers. their names together. That makes sense. But they didn't do that. Oh. Um, uh, overall, I gave Raw a, a 1.8 this week. Aside from the women matches and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, the Oscar, Naya. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, oh, we didn't even talk about the, the referee with the fast count on Naya. Yeah. Naya pushes the referee. Yeah. And then the ref. First of all, <laughs> you should have got DQ'd. So there's no DQ'd, crying yeah. over that. But now they're trying to make a story with the ref. We'll see where it goes. Yeah. Oscar's fighting Charlotte next week for the title. Is she really? What? Yes, there's four title matches next week. She, yeah, Tazawa versus our truth. Yeah, Charlotte versus oh, Oscar for the title. Jesus Christ, man. Yep. Yeah. No, her name's Charlotte. Oh. oh. <laughs> Charlotte. Oh gosh, she is the second coming of Christ, though, in my opinion. The way they, I know, the yeah. way they handle is Charlotte. You know what? Roddy says her name too. Charlie, Charlie, you know what? But let's go, let's go to NXT where Charlotte is not anymore. Um, the NXT POV, Mamma Mia, uh, the highest point for me, uh, was the Sasha Bailey defeating uh, Blackheart and Knox match. I gave that 2.5. You know what, Tony? I'm with you. This was a below average week for all the shows, in my opinion. Um, and also Imperium defeating Brizango, I gave that 2.5. Everything else. Was lukewarm. I told you. Remember my references with the sandwich. The the the, the bread. Yeah. 
was good. The beginning and the ending was hot, but that middle was stone cold. Mm-hmm. And the worst point part for me was uh, Aaliyah defeating Zia Lee. Um, yeah, with the vomit. The ref botched that. Yeah. The, the vomit. Ref, the ref botched the, ref the ending. Botched. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it, it was a bad show overall yeah. for me. Uh, I did like the one. The one. Oh, the other point five I gave out was Cole Lee Gargano and Finn Balor promo. <laughs> so everybody's fucking fighting for each other's titles now. Yeah. Th- that's what we're doing. I'm gonna fight. You. I'm gonna fight you. Yeah. And then you have Keith Lee. Keith Lee gonna go smash this guy's hourglass yeah. TikTok motherfucker. <laughs> and again, that promo by by uh by Cross and Scarlet, not a word was said. Nope. Was the best promo in the fucking night. <laughs> Overall, I gave NXT's garbage undisputed therapy garbage show a 1.6 stars. You know, it's funny week. because. All the shows I have, not one of the shows, and I'm talking Raw, NXT, AEW, and SmackDown, not one of them made a two. So that's how wow. on all of mine. Yeah, so I'm. All, it's funny because mine's almost match yours, but I agree with you. The, the carrying cross, again, exactly what you said. Not one damn word, and they still killed that promo. Yeah. What's that tell you? You got a winner. And, you know, and it's... It's like you can't have just one by themselves. Like it has to be the pair. Yeah. Scarlet and this guy Cross are gold together. Yeah. But like, but, do but not you gotta remember too. Up. Scarlet came out by herself. Yeah. And, and Killer Cross. It was, was the best thing. That was still the best thing. And we yeah. talked more about Killer Cross or Carrying Cross, which Adam Cole did butcher his name. Yeah. Than we did about Scarlet doing her thing. So yeah. them doing. It, that man, they got they. You know what? They lucked out when they signed him. He could have easily yeah. went to AEW. He could have, yeah, because that that was one of the. Uh, the he was thinking about going there, but I think a uh, WWE offered more money. All right, so here's what I got. Um, my lowest point was the Caden Carter versus Dakota Kai. I'm a huge fan of Caden Carter. I know you man. are. I, I know am. you are. She is definitely my cat. Cat's meow. I gave it a point five though. The match was very, very sloppy. And, and I, I have to, say, Tony, to say that. I know you're a big Kanan Carter fan, and a lot of people are. She's been sloppy the last couple of weeks. That's what I'm talking about. I'm not. T- yeah. I'm not talking about the match itself. Her too. Yeah. Um. I don't know she- if it's too much pressure. That she's trying to do better, so that way she can get up on top of the card, you know? Or, I don't know, but this match, it was just, and I hated, I hate Rick, I hated to write that it was sloppy. But I gotta call it, and I gotta be fair. Um, There was a lot of low points. And this is gonna be weird. The highest point I gave, and it was a three. And I even put put it as a side note. Even though, and I mean, he did two promos. But the first promo they did for Pablo Escobar for being a short promo. Pablo it, Escobar? Santos. Santos Escobar. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Pablo. Um, <laughs> my damn producer, he sucks. Um, it was still good. It was no, still it good. was. For that short This whole promo, thing. I'm talking Legado about the first the promo No, yeah, the first one on the bridge when they Man, took the mask off. I was like, I like this. This whole thing, the League of Fantasma is fucking good. Yeah, it's really good. And he, I'm, he I'm went and it. he went from Spanish to English, 
which is yeah it, because we mentioned it before. He can't speak English, so we're like, why yeah, does he speak Spanish? Speak English, dude. And but listen, I see you know, why. And we always, and honestly, this is one of those things where we always also say about the women, well, she's a good-looking woman. He's a good-looking dude. He is, yeah. And he's very smooth with the way mm-hmm. he's, like, handling things, you know? A lot of yeah. these guys with the mask, like, when Hoovy took off his mask, <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is that? But he's a good-looking dude, and he's able to pull it off, yeah, the whole no, swap thing, you know? Yeah. So it's cool. Yeah. I- I'm enjoying it. Mm-hmm. No, I agree with you. But that was the, but the highest, I gave it a three, was the other uh, promo he did. And then yeah. Drake came in, and they scrapped and shit like that. That For me, that was the highlight of NXT. Uh, a, another side note I had was the Zia Lee. I, she's another one. She's my Asian sensation, and I, I always think yeah. she should go by that name. <laughs> Asian sensation, Zia Lee. Oh, is that, is that, no, they're saying Zia Lee. Is it, is it Zia yeah. Lee or Zia Lee? We just say it wrong. Oh, okay. So Zia Lee, <laughs> she's still my Asian sensation. And uh, it, this, it was just poorly done, and I gave it a 1.5. But I, I'm telling you, I, I ha- have this feeling that she will be champion one day if they can do it right. I think she can they definitely can. be champion. Um, she's the only Chinese uh, person they ever had. So you yeah. got to do something with it. Do something with mm-hmm. it. Um, overall, though, and you're going to laugh at this, I gave NXT a 1.69. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Right there. Yep. All right. So let's jump into uh, AEW Dynamite. Yeah, JJ. Um, you know, AEW wasn't the worst show of the week. <laughs> And it wasn't the best show. It was right in the middle for me. Um, the highest point, and I have to say, I'm really digging this this woman wrestler, Abaddon. Ooh, man, man, that is nightmares. I gave that a three, and I'm telling you why I gave it a three. Because it wasn't a great match. It was just the freakiness. I love the commentary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the way they were selling her and, and pushing her, her look. And also, uh, me and my wife are watching it, and we're like, you know, she's not the most fit woman. No. And you know what? It, it's, it's a change. You know, we're starting to come in. We're seeing women of all, like we mm-hmm. say about Nia Jackson, but we're seeing women of all different shapes. Yeah. And she exposed yeah. her stomach. And, yeah. and, and, and I salute that, you know, because it's not about, oh, you got to be fit or whatever. So I salute that. And the deranged look she got. Ooh, the the d- different the color two contacts. Contacts and all that. The hair, yeah. the, the makeup. Now, and then now I, I just want go to go back and forth with this. Um, I, I'm not going to wait till my turn because then I'll forget it. But since we're talking about Abaddon, I will say this: I, I 100% agree with you. Totally awesome gimmick. I can see them going somewheres with it. They even mentioned the fact that, like, she even does this character outside of wrestling. So that's wow. good. You know, it's almost like the Bray yeah. Wyatt thing. Um, they said the closest they see of her being normal is her in goth gear you know wearing goth makeup and stuff like that without the contacts and shit so uh, that's cool i commend her on that but what people's got to understand is that she's new just because you didn't find something now somebody's gonna find something later i'm not gonna i'm still not gonna judge her character now than from what she looked like i mean come on let's be real Uh, but some people do i don't know why but they do But I will say this, this match in particular, it's the reason. Now, you gave it a three. I gave it a one and a half. 
And the reason okay. why I gave it a one and a half is because when before this match started, they promoted Anna Jay as their next top star with the vignette and all this other shit, and she loses to Abaddon where she got nothing. Yeah. Made yeah. no sense at all. None. Well, I was expecting Anna Jay to win. Yeah. And they did Abaddon, which well, I was this fine is why I was fine listen, with it. Listen, I'm fine. And the reason why I also gave it a three is because what they did with Anna Jay shortly after, and they had her join yeah. the Dark that Order. That was interesting. That was interesting. So that 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 I like. Right. And you know what? Add another woman. You know, have a multiple women in that stable. Yeah. Like, listen, if this was what they were doing from the beginning with Brody <laughs> Lee, God. I would have been fine with it. Yeah. But they dropped the ball. Hopefully, they can pick it up now mm-hmm. and say, "Yo, we fucked up." We try to be Vince McMahon. Let's fucking do what we we're going to do. So that was my highest point. Yeah. The lowest point for me was uh, Taz Cage promo. Oh, First of God, all, it was terrible. we talk about Taz all the time. We fucking hate Taz. But listen, I got to call a spade a spade. Drill Claw City? Are you fucking pulling <laughs> shit? Listen, I, we've been saying this for years. Taz doesn't have no original he content. He Everything he's ever and, and done, you know he's what? taken I from other people. Anybody out there to challenge us, okay? And we have it. You're right, right? We've been saying this for years about Taz cannot come up with his own shit, and that's the yep. that's the truth. I'm not. I'm not just. This, this is straight up fucking. This is straight up shoot, okay? He cannot come up with his own shit. And you're absolutely right. And I totally forgot about that until you mentioned it. Now I'm irate, Rick. I'm mad. Yeah, but I, cha- I challenge anybody out there to say, well, challenge us. Shit. And, and come up with the shit that Taz done originally. But no, he's got to come up with the same bullshit that uh, beat him if you can. Uh, survive if he lets you. Wow. So original, Taz. You fucking idiot. Go ahead, Rick. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm mad. Overall, AEW got a 1.9 wow. for me this week. Uh, you must have been looking at my notes. Um, the lowest for <laughs> me, which was a lot of them, Anna J versus Abaddon. Even though I'm a, I'm a fan of Abaddon, I totally agree. I just hated the way they did this. They promoted yes. the wrong girl. Uh, MJF versus Billy. I'm not. I, obviously, he can't say his last name. I gave that a one and a half. The rest of yeah. the show, though, I did give it some twos. Um, the uh, Jericho and Guevara versus Best Friends, I gave it a two. Kip Sabian and Jim Havoc versus the Young Bucks, I gave it a two. Page and Omega uh, versus the, uh, which is, I don't know why they even deserve a title Dustin and QT. I gave that a two. Um, but no, I'm sorry, the lowest was the task promo. Overall, I gave AEW a 1.83. Wow. Yeah. All right. It's now time for the Wednesday Night Delight, where NXT is ahead 23 to AEW's 10. Uh, Tony, I can tell you that the guys over at Global, mm-hmm. TJ and Elio, both voted in favor of AEW this oh, week. Oh, wow. And you know what? I'm going to agree with them. I thought okay. AEW was the better show. What? Just for the shits and deals, what was your thoughts? I might have to agree. Because uh, AEW, they they were a even though they were still a below average show, they still had more twos than NXT did on my according to mine, and they did beat NXT according to my rating, uh, one point eight three to a one point six nine. Um, I'm not gonna judge. I'm not gonna pick NXT just because I love the Santos. They had the highest with the three, with the Santos Escobar uh, promo and the the Carrying Cross. So no, I agree. I, I'll go with AEW too. All 
right, so now AEW has 11 to NXT's 23. Mm. And now it's time for the SmackDown breakdown. Um, Let's get straight to it, man. Yeah. This was a good episode of SmackDown for me. Really? I really enjoyed it, yeah. I mean, it wasn't the best. It wasn't even average. But it was a little bit better than what everything else was for me. For me, the highest point has to go to that AJ Styles Matt Riddle match. I gave it a three and yeah. a half. I thought Riddle brought his A game. Um, <laughs> hopefully, he gets out of this legal yeah. trouble that he's about to be in. Um, hopefully, he didn't do the crime that he's being accused of. Um, but like I said, AJ Styles is the best AJ that he can be on SmackDown. Yeah, yeah, I don't I know what you. it is about the blue brand, but he brings it. I also have to mention Miss TV. Mandy's acting has to go in the book, Tony. <laughs> it is terrible. It is lifetime terrible. That's how bad it is. So Mandy's acting is going in the book. Okay. All right, Mandy's acting. You just read the book. Um, I do have to say though, Tony, this girl, uh, Sonia Deville, is growing on me. Her <laughs> promo, on the other hand, was two point five worthy. It wasn't bad. I thought it was really good. It wasn't bad, and she's talking about I'm gonna take away from you yeah. your 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 whole look. Is it gonna be like a loser leaves town match, or mm. that she shaves her Mandy's head? Mm. That's something. Yeah. I'm interested. You're gonna shave her head, and she goes to Raw or something. Yeah. You know, loser leaves town. I'm for it. Um, also, I have to mention uh, uh, Bailey and Sasha on commentary was gold. I absolutely loved it. I loved. Listen, Bailey and Sasha as a team is growing on me. The boss, the blueprint, the, <laughs> and those straps. Come on, man. Cesaro Nakamura, we'll see what's going to happen with that. Yeah. Um, but Sheamus and Jeff Hardy promos backstage, ones. There was the worst part of the show. Firefly Funhouse, I'm interested to see where they go with the old Bray Wyatt character. So we'll see what happens next week. Overall, I gave SmackDown this week a 2.3. Damn. Yeah, now SmackDown. You was watching. Now, <laughs> now, I will tell you this: not one. There's only one segment, and it was a three, and that was the Matt Riddle versus AJ Styles. The rest of them were ones and below. Wow. Yeah, I and I'm a t- and I, I'll explain myself too. Now, okay. I'll tell you this much: the first segment, AJ Styles promo, and then Matt Riddle comes out and da da da. I gave it a point five. Because it was bad. You know why it was bad? And I'll tell you this. Because if they didn't say that Matt Riddle was coming to SmackDown and ruined the fact, and then him coming out, I would have been like, oh, okay, now I'm invested. But I already knew when they played the music, I was like, oh, okay, I already knew he was coming. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And they fight. The match itself was gold. I loved the match. It was an above average match, and I did give it a three. But everything else, Mojo Riley, and these are the ones. Mojo Riley versus Shorty G. Where are they going with this? And I gave it a one. The MT, uh, MTV, Miz TV, Manny Rose, I hated everything about it. I gave that a one. But you're right. I did like Sonya. It's starting to come out of her shell. No pun. Yep. Um, New Day versus Lucha House Party. Okay, I mean, I get it was a where, good match. I get where they were going with it, but I wasn't invested in it. And on top of that, no, yeah, Sasha and Bailey kind of ruined it for me because okay. okay, why are they out there during the men's match? I could see if it was a women's tag match, I can totally get it, and I I would understand it more. But it made no sense for them to be there 
while the men's were wrestling. It just For me, it just made you no know, sense. The way I look at it, Tony, it's just they're trying to break that barrier between women's <clears throat> and men's wrestling. Yeah, and that's the way I'm looking at it. It didn't go anywhere because they went no, to I get another it. segment with the women in the back, which I was yeah. so disappointed in to see Tamina there. And I'm like, I thought she was going to have a new gimmick. Never happened. I, apparently, I don't know, but it was her account. So, yeah. so that kind of ruined it. And then, you know, Alexa Blizzard, where's Nikki? Like, uh, come on now. That and then was they, atrocious. Yeah. It, it was just bad. Um, the Firefly Funhouse, I wasn't even a fan of that. I was like, again with this? That, wait a minute. So we went <laughs> from that. He beat him. Then we went to the Miz. And then it was going back. It's, I'm like confused. I was confused about that whole thing. Now, I will say this. Oh, and the other thing too, the the Jeff Hardy, and and the That's why bad. are they still going That's with bad. this? I thought it ended it in a backlash, and they're still going with it. It's atrocious. SmackDown, I'm telling you, like I said, I think SmackDown was the lowest out of all of them. I gave it a one point three five. Now, wow. I will say this, and I've been meaning to say this for the longest, and I always keep forgetting. But the women on on all the shows. It brought it back to me, and then watching the women on SmackDown brought it out, too. And this is an advice, more than anything. For the women out there, okay, they need to follow what the Iconics are doing, okay? And the where I'm getting that, where I'm coming from with that, is that, and I don't know their whole history, so I could be wrong, but from what I've checked, is that they've been a tag team for a very long time. A lot of women out there are doing singles, 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 singles. You know what? Find your BFF and start becoming a tag team. They got those belts out there for a reason. There's no reason for them to mix singles wrestlers. You got Sasha and 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 forcing them to be a tag team. You got uh, Bliss and Nikki Cross forcing them to be a tag team. And uh, Shotzi Blackheart, and because that was atrocious too, and we didn't even talk about yeah. that. But that was bad because Tegan Knox and Shotzi Black. Wait, since when did they become attacked? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like if you're out there and you're listening to the show and you want to start a career in pro wrestling, guess what? Do it as a tag team. I can guarantee you. I mean, get matching gear and everything, just like the Iconics did. You know, they well, they kind of similar, but. They still, you know, get that tag together because that's obviously if they doing the tag division and they're having trouble with tag team women and they're just putting them together, do be that tag because I guarantee you they'll scoop you up really quick. Um, and I can tell you, Tony's not being biased because he was a tag team uh, enthusiast no, at, by any means. I'm not no. at all. <laughs> Asshole. All right. So all right. Yeah, so. Yeah. SmackDown for me was a Let's go into Raw versus SmackDown versus NXT. Currently, Raw is ahead six to NXT's three to SmackDown's one. Obviously, Tony, we are at a divide. Mm -hmm. I thought SmackDown was the best show. You're telling me it was the worst show. Um, I think we could both agree that NXT's not winning this week. Mm Mm-mm. All right, but so it comes down but to at the same time they were closer to SmackDown. I mean, they were closer to Raw than they were to SmackDown. As far as but I. The way we can do this is we're going to bring it down between SmackDown and Raw. And because Raw doesn't have anybody on that show that was accused of sexual misconduct, (laughs) 
I am going to go with Raw this week. Jeez. Well, you know so what, with that think, being said, instead of doing basing it on that, <laughs> let's just base it on the fact of the Christian versus Orton and what happened at the end, the closeout. Oh the yeah, the yeah, closeout. yeah, 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 definitely. And, that and Apollo Crews is um, cheating, I guess. No, yeah, and no, I'm looking also at the iconics were iconic. iconic the Sasha yeah. Bailey and iconic promo was also very well. Uh, Natalia and Lana, we didn't mention this. I am Orton, very. Orton. No, no, no. Natalia and Lana looks like they're going to be teaming up. Oh, Afterwards, really? they did a promo um, where Natalia was upset at Liv. I was like, oh, oh yeah, here we right. go with the yeah, bad yeah, acting yeah. again. But then Lana and Natalia started talking about how, where do we fit in? Blah, blah, blah. Oh, really? I can see something really, really special with those two well, women. You know, it's they- funny, too, because even uh, Bobby Lashley was saying, he, he made a comment like that, too, saying to Lana... That you never even yeah. laced your boots and blah, 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 blah. And so, you know, uh-huh. so that would be interesting. We'll see. So, we'll see. seeing, and we know the history. If you watch Total Divas, Lana and Natalia weren't the best of friends. Yeah. So, maybe they've worked something out. So, all right, we'll go with Raw this week. So, Raw is going to go ahead 7 to NXT's 3 to SmackDown's 1. Tony, let's open up the book and May get it started. your attention. The store will be closing in five minutes. Good Lord. Damn. Alrighty then. Alright, well, hey, Fine. let's go for the book. <laughs> let's do it. Alright, those are the news of the show. Basically what we do is we put the most ridiculous things that happened in the week of wrestling, and uh, that's about it. I'm not going to go through the whole spiel. I'm tired. Alright, <laughs> but anyways, but we get a good laugh about it, okay? And the, a ha-ha and a hee-hee. All those. That's all we do it for. All right. Uh, yeah, buddy. <laughs> Sam Roberts, go fuck yourself. Go fuck him. <laughs> Kofi's Goldilocks. That stays terrible. Garza's cousin Speedos. I mean, he looks good in them, but Ew. no. <laughs> Jeez, <for laughs> that, Nothing is anything wrong with that, Tony. For that, we'll keep him in. Alistair Black's <laughs> hairy nipples. We haven't seen him. Yeah, let's take him out. We'll take him out. He, yeah, he hasn't been there in a while. Yeah, it's I been mean, a while since we saw him. Son of a bitch. Liv Morgan's cage wedgie stays. Coronavirus. I said that that quick so that way there's no argument. (laughs) 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 She's cute. She's the cutie pie. Liv Morgan. Yeah. She is. Um, You know who I'm starting to get really attracted to is is Manny Rose. Good Lord. On SmackDown. Yummy. Uh, No. You know who who I am? Uh, Leah. You know what? Yeah. Aaliyah's growing yeah. on me. Yeah. No, I agree with you. Uh, Fidel Cody. <laughs> Why are we calling him that? Because Fidel Cody. He's half Cuban. <laughs> we call he's him half Fidel. Cuban. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Uh, Jeff Hardy's one-gallon dehydrated piss jar. <laughs> that stays. That is definitely staying. Sammy Guevara's something about Mary <laughs> That stays. I couldn't stop looking at it this week. I was just like, this is bad. <laughs> I told you. Like, is that hair gel? Exactly. That's bad. Uh, <laughs> Kenny Omega's shorts. Those were bad last week, man. And the new, we'll, we'll leave them for another week. Yeah, right. Uh, and the new entrance into the book, MVP's older brother suit, older bro's suit. <laughs> and uh, Mandy's acting. Oh, Even though God. I just expressed my love for her, she's still got the acting skills. <laughs> 
Oh, my Lord. All right, so before I close the show, I will play a song off my playlist. It's just how we close out the show, and you just got to beat out the uh, POV crew. And uh, we'll bring you guys some more content next week. And like I said, if you got any questions or comments, put it on our Facebook page, and we'll talk about it next week. We'll bring you a whole new show. A whole new show. A whole new show. Did that work? And I promise you next week, Tony won't sing. Okay, damn it. Shit. All right, with that being said, I am your host, Tony Diaz, along with the third wheel, Rick Serrano III, and our intern, Miguel Cole. Adios! Love, peace, and wrestling. We'll see y'all next week. Peace out. All right, you ready? Yes, sir. Here we go. Is that Chris Masters? Yes. Wow. Right, yeah. That was easy. No, that, wasn't, that was hard. Yeah. Even though. Oh, oh God. <laughs> the revival. The revival. For the revolution. For the riches. For the ricks. For the Rocky Mountains. We don't know the right. For the radio shacks.